And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. We're coming to you live from uh, the Couch and Valley on Vancouver Island, beautiful Vancouver Island. Uh, just a quick ferry ride over to visit this uh, really terrific winery. We're with uh, the GM, General Manager Tim Turek. Tim, how are you today? Very well, thanks. Very Anthony. well. Uh, we're also joined by Nick Bevan, who uh, works uh, for Jackson Family Enterprises. Nick, uh, you're the new owner here, but you have, Tim, you decided to stick around. How long are you going to stick around here and work? Oh, three Forever. to five years. Three to five? Yeah. Nick says five to eight? or Well, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Hopefully five to eight <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> yeah. And all so, the uh, island wineries, the buzzes around that you've sold, Tim. Yes, we created quite a wave, I guess, but um, nothing's really changed here. I'm working just as hard as ever, as is everybody else. There's, uh, we're hiring people back because uh, of COVID, of course. So yeah, oh, everything's uh, everything's looking good. So. But it's such mm-hmm. an important. I mean, the winery's been bought by uh, Barbara Banky and her daughter Julia Jackson, who are the owners of uh, Jackson Family Wines, or co-owners or partners. Right. Uh, but it shines quite a light on British Columbia, Nick. Like it's a, like it's a big spotlight, and they didn't choose the Okanagan; they chose Vancouver Island. Why did why did the why did the uh, team come here? I think uh, you know uh, Barbara and Julie have been up to the Okanagan. Uh, we visited and tasted through wineries uh, over the years and the different um, styles. Uh, the interesting thing for Vancouver Island was, you know, their love uh, is very much driven by Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And when they came here and they tasted uh, the Pinot Noir, they were, um, I think, surprised and astounded. At blown away, I think, uh, I think Julia blown said away. to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then as we tasted more of the wines uh, from Dan, um, it was obvious that the potential here is remarkable. And then with Julia's connection to, you know, uh, and her interest in the environment and her project with Grounded, she feels strongly about um, about the North. And she's working uh, with some of the biggest names in, in the environmental movement almost right out of the gate and some of the big wine names, Miguel Torres. So this, all of this uh, comes back to you, Tim. Now you, you'll be... Uh, you might be welcoming Miguel Torres here before you know it on the property. This is, this is the best thing about wine is how it connects people right. from around the world. And we, we need it here because we have a story to tell, but we're not very good storytellers yet. No, and, and I, we I agree. We're, we weren't quite ready, but I think now we're really getting to that point. No, we're really excited that the doors that are going to open up to, uh, to some of these things we otherwise wouldn't really have the uh, connection to. Yeah. So. It's going to be really exciting over the next few years to see what happens. So. And uh, you have a loyal uh, a following. You survived COVID pretty well with uh, local customers. Yes. We, of course, we lost all the restaurant business and the, the on-site, uh, uh, our own on-site restaurant and tasting room. But uh, uh, to a large part, it was made up for by the wine club and uh, the online. And now that we're uh, back for the last, uh, well, almost a month now, and mm-hmm. we're really pleased that... Uh, that people have returned. Uh, we're still at limited capacity, but uh, we're we're pretty much full. So. But the restaurant is Casey? open, Tim. Yeah, it is. Yes, it's open. Uh, we'll be moving to five days a week next week, and uh, 
It'll be... Uh, and we'll be trying that pizza right after the show today, Casey. <laughs> you better yeah. put your order in now. <laughs> right. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for kicking off the show. Uh, we look forward to uh, chatting uh, the entire show today about the Cowichan Valley and what's going on here and all the opportunities for British Columbians to get out uh, on their next staycation, perhaps, right. and uh, visit the winery, buy some wine, and enjoy uh, what we have to offer. Great to see you, Nick. We'll talk more to you, uh, perhaps, in town about this as uh, things Sorry. roll out. Does this mean we're going to get some Unsworth wine uh, spread around British Columbia now? It, it does. Give us, a, give us a moment, but it does. Yeah, great. There's lots more coming up. Still ahead, our guests are Chris Turek. He's the marketing director here at Unsworth, and Dan Wright. Uh, is the winemaker. We're going to talk about a new Chardonnay that uh, I just tasted, which is amazing. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save On Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Hi, it's Tony and Casey, and we've recently returned from our trip to the Cowichan Valley for our grape escape. So if you're considering a trip to Vancouver Island, uh, obviously BC Ferries is the best way to get there. And many, I know that many of you are thinking about a staycation this year on the Vancouver Island would be the place to go and visit some wineries and try some food and enjoy yourself. Uh, Casey, we had a fun trip over. We did, and I was concerned about, I wonder if they're going to have food. Yes, they do. Grab and go items on select routes and make sure you take a face covering with you. Yeah, that way you can uh, leave your car and go up and uh, use the facilities, grab some food, and get back down to the car. Uh, there's still time to visit BC all summer, and you can do that via BC Ferries. To all our listeners around the BC Food Wine Radio Network in Vancouver, Victoria, Kamloops, Kelowna, Penticton, and all the South Okanagan, this is the time for a staycation in beautiful British Columbia, and BC Ferries will get you there. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Kalmana's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Kalmana wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the Numbers Series, Kalmana's Small Lot Program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit kalmana.ca. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. I'm back! I'm back! I'm back! Hello, British Columbia. That's the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Anthony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. 
And we're on location today at Unsworth Vineyard in the Cowichan Valley on Vancouver Island. Uh, we have been having a great time uh, tasting wine pre-show. And our current guest, Chris Turk, he's the marketing director at Unsworth. And Dan Wright is the winemaker. Gentlemen, uh, great to be back. Great to be with you, Tony. And you, great to be with you virtually, Casey. You, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you you have a uh, you've had an exciting uh, off season <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, we know what the big reason is, but another reason is that uh, the winery was sold. Uh, uh, your dad sold the winery. He absolutely did. Yeah. What he, happened he, there, Chris? How, tell us what's what's going on. How's that working? Well, we decided after ten years, he, it was his time to get paroled from own, winery ownership in BC. Yeah. So um, yeah, we we embarked on quite a long search for uh, for. Uh, compatible, uh, compatible succession plan, if you will, and, yep. and we were really, really blessed to be introduced to uh, Barbara Banky and Julia Jackson, and I think uh, many of their their values and sensibilities and and styles of wine that they uh, their, their other wineries produce are right in line with with what we believe we do here. Yeah. So, it's gonna, it seems like a good fit. Uh, it's going to be a good fit for, I think, for the winemaking team too. Well, for everybody, uh, everybody sticking around. Is that not uh, right? Or yeah, that's true. And um, uh, I think yeah, everyone's excited about um, the sustainability uh, uh, that uh, they're passionate about, and yeah. so bringing more of that into the vineyard, into the winery, and um, and, and yeah, being being more reducing our CO two emissions, all of that. Yeah, I talked to Barbara and to Julia this week, and they were both raving about your wine stand, and uh, uh, they were both sort of crushed that they have not been able to leave the U.S. yet to even get up here uh, for a second time. But uh, it it's going to be interesting because the wines are so different. What, how would you describe Vancouver Island wines in the spectrum of, say, California, Okanagan, that sort of thing? <laughs> Uh, well, we are a much cooler climate. We have, uh, as you know, the warmest average climate in Canada, which does not mean uh, the warmest temperatures. We have that uh, uh, consistent cool climate, um, which leads to um, high uh, ripeness in mm-hmm. the fruit and aromatic expression. However, with really r- fresh retained acidity and low alcohols. Um, and so we're probably more similar to uh, southern England, really, than uh, any of those regions nice. that you yeah, <laughs> yeah, like mentioned. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's close to Burgundy, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, we're speaking, we're speaking with uh, Chris Turek. He's the marketing uh, director. Dan Wright is the winemaker at Unsworth uh, Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. It's our first grape escape of the year. And Casey Wilson is uh, physically distant I uh, am, on the totally. line. <laughs> and I am very curious about the region because I understand that tasting rooms are changing. They're going to be quite a bit different than the ones we knew pre-COVID. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, uh, Casey, that's 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 absolutely absolutely true. I think the the tasting room experience has really exploded over the past I don't know decade or so uh, here in the Couch and Valley and. You know, we've really been um, really been blessed with uh, you know, tour operators and, and people making the, their way from Victoria to, to Fino. Um, and, you know, we we didn't really know what we were or what we had. Um, but, you know, as a wine region grows, you and, you know, big paradigm shifts in, in human behavior uh, change, as, as COVID has showed us. Um, yeah, people, people are looking for a little, something a little bit more intimate, something a little more um, special and engaging. So... Yeah, we are. We kind of made a conscious shift uh, as a valley to, um, to to move to more of a curated, more of an education style uh, tasting experience. 
um, while still having fun. You know, mm -hmm. we, we still welcome groups, and wine's all about fun. So we, um, yeah, it's kind of an, an, a nice shift to uh, to a little more, little bit more education, a little bit more. Um, we're, we're actually surrounded uh, by about five or six uh, tables. They're uh, five or six feet apart, and and there's about three, four to five people at each table, and they're going through the process right now, and it seems quite civilized. Uh, uh, I like it. I like what I see, and uh, they seem to like it. The place is packed. It's very busy. There's there's like a pent up demand, I think, to get back to this sort of thing. Yeah, ab absolutely. You know, over over the spring, you know, we, we're looking at this this beautiful tasting room we've created, and and this this remarkable part in the valley, and. You know, it reminded me of the early days where we had it. And we're like, where is everybody? You know, come, yeah. come visit. We're, we're, we're yeah. here. So we're, we really are thrilled to, that be, is to be able tough. to welcome people back. Yeah. Dan, uh, we've got this sparkling wine in front of us. Uh, you're well known for that, too. The Cuvée de Lille, the 2015. This is the real McCoy. Yes. Uh, it, and it's, it's just showing so well at the five-year mark. Uh, tell us a bit about this wine. And how long do you think we could keep this wine if we wanted to? Um, so this is our traditional method, and this has already spent uh, three years aging on the leaves, and was um, uh, and is disgorged uh, with um, with no dosage. So it's a brut nature. It's dry. It's yeah. dry on that finish. A little bit of a nutty sort of um, uh, finish, and I think if you were to age it, uh, that that nuttiness will kind of pick up a little bit more. Um, so. Uh, I think you could you can go a long time. It's just how much do you like that? You know the uh, what do they call that? The the gouterre or the mm. glaze, I think the English mm. call that. They like to drink their sparkling wine a little older. But this is uh, well, it's it's like the Pinot. It has that same sort of vibrant edge. It's it's got a lot of intensity of flavor, but it's it's not a wine that knocks you out. It's a wine that invites you in. Uh, uh, the style you have a very uh, Enticing style, Dan. Oh, thank you. Should very I say much. that, Casey? That's 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 that sounds kind of dangerous. <laughs> yes, it does. Especially. Yeah, I'm, uh, I have to think, rethink that. I have perhaps. To couple, uh, a couple more glasses of wine yeah. together. And Boy. Dan, it's a commitment to make a sparkling wine. It costs more money. It takes more time. I think it's amazing that the island has decided to go that route. I think you're right, Casey. That's probably been the challenge here and why we haven't focused necessarily entirely on sparkling wine as a region or, or more so um, is, is just those capital costs involved in both or both you know serious methods which we do the traditional method and the Charmat method. Casey you were uh, you want to chat about wild? I do about Wild Island this was a collaboration, I understand, from Olo Restaurant, which I know is one of Tony's favorite restaurants on the island. It is. It's a it's a fantastic restaurant in downtown Victoria. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about that. You, you did you take did you take the wine over or how did it work? All right. So this no this was a really fun uh, project. Um, it, uh, Matt Cook, uh, their GM now and and sommelier at the time, uh, mm. approached us and wanted to do something a little more natural if you will low intervention and um i was i was game and um i i thought uh, we had access to some of this beautiful oxerwa that was from older vines from zanata vineyard and i uh, just thought it would be a good fit um for something uh, a little more low intervention since it, it ripens really well naturally and um and those older vines will, will give it a little bit more um stability 
And uh, so I barrel fermented it, you know, spontaneous or wild fermentation, unfined, unfiltered. And um, now it's, uh, you know, partially with COVID, uh, you know, as all, most restaurants are, are um, in, you know, it's a serious time and it's a challenging time for them. And, you know, it's um, not necessarily possible for them to commit to large inventories of sure. wine. So we decided this year to evolve it into an Unsworth wine. Maybe Chris can speak more about that. Mm. Yeah, just to, to to show everyone that we're we're not all about the the clear and polished and uh, yeah. and consistent <laughs> bottle to bottle. You've got a cloudy wine, okay? <laughs> oh no, it's clear. It's yeah. clear. It just it's just not fine. You know? <laughs> uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just just a place for Dan to play, and you know, it it really fit with our portfolio, I think. Um, and and you know, we'll never make more than than uh, a few barrels worth, and and. Yeah. Yeah, it just just. Well, I think it fits for me. It fits with what's going on in BC. Like, there's a time now that we can play a bit. Now that we, you know, there was a time when we had to get the wines right. Absolutely. And uh, we're over that hump now, and the viticulture right now. We can say, yeah, let's play a bit in the in the winery and see what we can do, who we are, and you know. So that, uh, these kind of wines, I think, will find a place. Uh, we're almost out of time. I wanted to ask you, Chris, about restaurants. Uh, it's been tough for them. Uh, is it coming back, or is it going to be a long run to get back that business? Well, we've yeah, we've 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 seen restaurants starting to starting to order again, and things are starting to open up. So we're yeah, we're we're fully supportive, and anything that we can do to help our our partners who've supported us through mm -hmm. through our growth, um, we're more than happy to reciprocate for those uh, for those restaurants in any way that we can. Well, it's pretty exciting what's going on here at Unsworth. Uh, even with the sale, uh, you guys are going to become pretty famous pretty quick in North America. You probably don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, because there'll be so much interest generated uh, by the sale amongst the cognoscenti in the wine community, which uh, which is going to be really good for everybody, good for BC, good for Vancouver Island, great for Cowichan, and uh, especially good for Unsworth. So thanks so much for joining us today. I look forward to uh, coming back soon, seeing you in the city with more wine to sell. I think it's going to be fun and uh, to go through a big tasting with you guys when we have time. Great. Thank you, Casey. Thank you, Tony. Thanks Thank so much, uh, Chris Chris Turek. He's the uh, marketing manager here. Uh, Dan Wright is the winemaker at Unsworth Vineyard. We have to take a quick break, but there's plenty more coming up next. Steve Moriarty, director of wines at Save on Foods, joins us to talk about what's going on in his Vancouver Island stores. You're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The Wine Experience Center at Mount Bushery Estate Winery has arrived. Welcome to the new home of hospitality in the Okanagan. The wine shop is now open for tastings, and the Modest Butcher Restaurant is also ready to welcome you with their first menu. Walk-in guests are welcome, but reservations are recommended. For the safety of guests and staff, extra cleaning, sanitation, and physical distancing protocols will also be in place. For more information and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley. For those in the know, it's a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. And it's here. Nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Surrounded by an idyllic organic vineyard using natural ferments and small art artisanal winemaking, they produce elegant and age-worthy wines that reflect the unique land. You can find Clos de wines in fine wine shops and restaurants across the province. Or order online at clodesoleil.ca. 
The warm weather is here and indigenous-inspired cuisine and much more awaits you in the beautiful Okanagan Valley. Spirit Ridge Resort in Isoyas is pleased to announce the reopening of the bear, the fish, the root, and the berry with a brand new menu. Social distancing protocols are in place for your safety, so join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in complete comfort. Please make your reservations at bearfishrootberry.com. Spirit Ridge Resort, part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And uh, we're on our Grape Escape on Vancouver Island. And uh, guess who's here? Steve Moriarty. He's the director of wines at Save on Foods. Uh, which one of the great things about Save on Foods is that they have stores everywhere that are selling wines, including several on the island. Steve, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's uh, fun to see you on the island. You've been working this week uh, visiting your stores. Let's start with that. How many stores have you got here on the island? Well, we have three stores that are very special to us. You know, We have one in Campbell River that's uh, uh, run by a young lady by the name of Lee who has about... 30 years of wine experience, traditional uh, wine experience. We have uh, another store in Parksville. We've had that for uh, four years. And, of course, we have one in uh, Sydney as well. And uh, all all exactly the same as the uh, stores that we have throughout the province. Yeah. Uh, island people are kind of wine nuts, though. Wine and food nuts. Are they a different kind of customer, uh, even in the grocery store? Absolutely. Um, and having been, a, been an island person myself in the past, I can talk to this is, is that... Uh, the island consumer is prioritized by island products, yeah. and that's why we're when when we have this tremendous mix that we have, the mix that we have from Vancouver Island is is so important to the consumers on on mm-hmm. Vancouver Island. So uh, you and you have a selection of Vancouver Island wines too. Yes, which is hard to get. Yes. That, that's good. We, like we, even for me, I can I can pop into a Save on Foods over on the island and find wines I can't find anywhere else. You know, we have great relationship with Avril Creek, Rocky Creek, um, Unsworth, uh, 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 Blue Grouse, and um, all those wines. Okay. Just 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 some of the wines that we have in our stores from the island, and we do we the consumers speak very loud and clearly about their de- commitment, their devotion to uh, local local wineries. Right. Steve Moriarty is the director of wines at uh, Save on Foods, and we are live from uh, Unsworth Winery today on our first grape escape of the year. So, Steve, are the teams that are in store at Save on Foods, the wine teams, are they different on the island than in Van- on, in Vancouver or the rest of I BC? Think they're, I, I th- they're all great people, and and but I but I distinctly can tell you that they're more passionate about the local wines, and they're very passionate about wine. We have a young lady that works for us in our uh, Sydney store. Her name is Michelina, and she's been a, uh, a sommelier. She has WSET 3. She's worked for a number of, of very, very nice restaurants and hotels in, in the Victoria area. And now she gets to just um, play with her passion, which is selling wine. And she has so much fun selling uh, British Columbia wines, but more importantly, uh, local wine in, in her store. Another fellow game, too, in our Parksville store, uh, Brian has been in the wine wine business his entire life, and he's I, I, I want to say the word semi-retired, but all he wants to do now is just talk to customers about wine, and 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 local local island wine, and that's really unique that we have here on the island. Mm-hmm. Is 
these three people who are so so dedicated to the island winery industry yeah good to have uh you have a strong connection with unsworth uh, because last week uh i caught up with you in north vancouver and and you i said you have an unsworth wine here like i can never find these wines what what's that all about well we we, we like to we we're partners with with more than 180 wineries but in 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 some in some cases we have an extra special relationship and unsworth is one of those wines where we create what we call a unique co-blended wine and it's called Island Melody. It's a it's a white wine that's really really unique in the fact that that it's just got that right island feel to it. It's got the it's got a little bit of Gewurztraminer in it, and you get that amazing bouquet. It's like it, when you first smell it, you want to get right into the whole glass, mm-hmm. you know. And you know we have a fantastic relationship with Tim and Chris and and Dan, the winemaker, and uh, we we having a lot of fun selling. I, uh, I can't wine. believe you convinced those guys to make a wine for you. Uh, they are making such great wine, and that, as you described that wine, and it has that freshness to that island vibrancy in the wine. Uh, I was thinking that it would be a great wine for any sort of Pan Asian dish, you know, as well as on the patio. But absolutely, I see this as the next best thing in the Okanagan, as the island invades the Okanagan, and, and we mm-hmm. bring these kinds of tastes, especially even up north. We have a store in Prince George where. Island wines are as important or as as favorable as Okanagan wines. Mm. Well, you've been on the island uh, this week visiting some wineries. What, what, yeah, do, visiting do, wineries, visiting my wine stores. Pe- people are uh, reopening uh, yes, a little bit, and really good to see the wineries finally getting uh, people back in their uh, in their wine rooms and uh, being able to share their experiences and and, and sell some wine. Yeah. Uh, well, summer's upon us, Steve. Uh, are you? What are you going to be drinking all summer? And uh, will you have a focus that save on over the summertime? Or uh, right now, we we're, we're heading into uh, the, what we call the Canada Day month, and uh, it's about uh, it's about summery white blended wines. Yeah. And then, of course, into August, we roll into what we call hot August nights. We have our rosé all day, every day, our rosé campaign, where we will feature every rosé we have and we've at 87 different rosés I think now wow and that will be for the entire month of August and every rosé will be on sale and we'll make a big deal of of rosés Casey you you do you have a favorite rosé this year yes I have about five that um, Steve (laughs) helped me pick out last week when we were in North Vancouver I'm very excited to taste them and Steve, how many grocery stores are there on the island where you can pick up wine? Uh, we only have the three now, and uh, hopefully Monday we can have some more. But uh, the current status—that's all we've got. Yeah, so the one in Sydney, Parksville, and Campbell River. Uh, I'm—I I recommended. We were talking about rosé, and I, I recommended a rosé to uh, uh, Stu Ferguson, who does a bit of work on the show. <laughs> He's always, he phoned me up and he said it was one of the best wines he'd ever had. He bought it over at Savon. You have it on the shelf uh, by Corselets. Yes. Have you tried their, this year's rosé? Absolutely. It's called Oracle. Yes. It's a fantastic wine, folks, if you have not had a chance to taste that. And it it smells like the Similkameen. It tastes like the stony sort of desert scrub and little bit of cherries and you know a little bit of red fruit but really interesting wine absolutely Corselets, all their wine is is really 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 good wine of course but uh, we have a soft spot for their rosés and it's always been one of the ones yeah. that are in the rack in my house so uh, how do people find do they find you or do you find them or uh, how does one if i had a winery and i want to get into save on foods is there some magical way 
other than I'm, have great wine? Get in pretty line, much. I'd we're, say. We're, uh, <laughs> we're pretty easy to find, and, you know, every week uh, we probably add at least one new winery yeah. and probably five to ten new wines every week. So right. um, everybody knows where we are now, and as we gather momentum with, with more and more smaller British Columbia wineries, mm-hmm. um, our selection only gets better and better. I've been talking to some people about the new uh, wholesale structure. Does it mean anything to you to have that in place, or are you are uh, you are already buying at that level, or it doesn't really affect uh, affect our retail uh, operations at all? Right. Uh, maybe our hospitality uh, functions it will it will play a role in there, but not really our yeah not really. So what's next for you uh, over the summer? Do you get any time off or? Uh, this like, is my, this is kind this, of the slow is, time in the wine. This business. is my time off. I get to go visit wineries. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, yeah. uh, we're we're looking forward to a, the, a bit of a, a a resurgence in local priorities with consumers, and I think that this summer is going to be one of the best wa- best summer sales opportunities for British Columbia winery ever. And we're 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 ready and we're armed. We can, we've got lots of inventory and we're ready for it. Yeah, great. Uh, well, Steve, it's great for you to drop by and see us on your island trip. Nice timing. Uh, and uh, I know that we'll catch up with you soon uh, to talk more about uh, the fall, I guess, at uh, Save on Foods in the late summer. Absolutely. Always look forward to stopping yeah. by, by and visiting. Great to see you. Enjoy the rest of your work trip. Yes, I will. <laughs> you look like you're working pretty hard this yes. week. Thank you. Uh, our guest has been Steve Moriarty. Of course, he's the director of wines at Save on Foods. Uh, and uh, somebody who's selling the most uh, British Columbia wine in the world. I guess I can say that. Uh, that's a truthful statement. Hey, stick around, folks. Plenty more coming up on the show. We're live today at Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. Up next, and I'm going to just stop at Kara because I'm going to ask her. She has more letters in her last name than you'll, you can imagine. But she has L.A. Limousines and Transportation Services. We're going to talk a little bit about how you get around visiting wineries on the island. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards, plus there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Tin Horn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this summer to celebrate their 20th anniversary season. Make sure to join them on the sun-soaked patio for a sampling of their premium wines. Or, if you can't make it out this summer, then don't forget to check out their popular virtual tasting program online. For reservations or for more information, visit them at blackhillswinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. 
Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's Organic Ambassador Program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Joining us now is Kiara Kakawila. She is the owner of LA Limousine and Transportation Services over here on Vancouver Island. Uh, we, by the way, are at our first grape escape at Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowich. And uh, Kiara, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to have you here. Uh, I got to ask, what does the LA mean in the LA Limousine and Transportation Services? Uh, the LA comes from a bit of a story from my husband when he started the business. Uh, he he bought it with a different company name, and in I believe it was 1992, he bought his first large limo um, out of Beverly Hills. So he rebranded the company huh. LA Limo. <laughs> That's a cool story. I like that. And he's Hawaiian. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's oh. where the last name comes from. Yes. Yeah. And so what motivated him to get involved? In, and were you together when he bought his first limo? Uh, no, we're 10 years different. Um, I'm on the younger side. Uh, so he he started the company uh, 30 years ago. I joined 20 years ago. We got married in 2020 and have been a part of it ever since. And he got started, basically he was always entrepreneurial and uh, when he was around his time for his grad, he couldn't find uh, the limo that he had booked before for one of his birthdays. He found the company, the gentleman was looking to sell and he, um, he managed to rackle up some money from his grandmother and bought the bought business. Bought the company. Bought the business and it's, it's flourished from there. Wow. That's amazing. What? What, what what is I guess I'm I'm interested in the business of luxury wine touring. Is it is it different on the island perhaps than in the Okanagan, or is it the same sort of thing that we see in California and everywhere? Um, I'm not sure. I, I have friends in the industry that provide uh, tours uh, down in Napa Valley, and uh, what we what we offer. So we started luxury wine tours, which is a second part of the company in 2015 a little bit before that but we incorporated luxury wine tours in 2015 and Mm -hmm. what we wanted to provide was an opportunity for guests to be able to have a full sort of concierge level experience so we took prior to that we would have clients that would hire a limo and we would just book it out for several hours and they would they would pick the tour themselves yeah and so what we started doing was looking at it going okay well if we actually set up the tour we provide the partnerships with the wineries uh then we can we can put together a full package so that's what we did and so we started selling it um as a per person experience and it's it's all private so individual groups can book from either two people to 24 Mm. and we take care of the timing the reservations making sure that any food allergies are taken care of with the restaurants because lunch sure. is included in our tour. Is that like out of Victoria too or here or like how, where does it start the touring? So we have two different regions that we do visit. Yeah. One is the Sandwich Peninsula and then obviously up here in the Cowichan Valley. Okay. Uh, the tours can start here uh, and we, we built them around that or it can start in Victoria for either of the tours. 
I don't think there's a better thing to do in a limo than take a, you know, go to on a winery tour because you can go to multiple wineries. You have your schedule planned for the day and you don't have to worry how you're going to get to and home from the winery. And when it comes to comfort, it's so much more comfortable than driving in your car. It's a wonderful experience. Well, it's and it's a safer experience because much it means safer. that yeah, it means everybody can enjoy the the whole experience together. Uh, versus having one person who's just the designated driver, we're the designated driver, and you just have to have the good time. And okay, you, what's the oddest thing that people want when they tour? What, what are some of the strange things that you hear? Uh, I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good for you. That is, that is good answer. Wow. That is a good like answer. That. Well, what yeah. I like is the flexibility. So you can do anything for a, you know, a romantic trip for two to you know, a group of up to 24 Correct. We have done uh, large, sometimes it's used for team building exercises, um, other times it's, it's booked for small groups uh, that are either looking to do something for a bridal party or a birthday party, or they've got family coming in and they want to do something different. Um, sometimes it's just couples that are going out for a weekend trip. What, yes. are you, what are you seeing with COVID? Like a lot of wineries are telling me they're resetting, reimagining what they're doing with tourists and how they want to present themselves. Have you had a chance to sort that out with them yet? We're working with our winery partners to be able to make sure that we can still offer our product in a safe environment that still promotes them. So yeah. with COVID, uh, obviously we've all taken a hit within this industry. Yeah. And for us, we want to provide a safe environment for our clients, which we're doing, but also want to make sure that we're still promoting uh, other local businesses, which is one of the... For myself personally, it was one of the reasons why we got into the wine touring business. It was because it was a, it was a way to be able to support other local small businesses, especially farms. And um, it's it's a hard industry to be in. And so if there's any way that we can help them, that's what we're here to do. Can you, for instance, take me to a farm as well as to a winery? Would that, is that is that something that you would do? Or we can, yeah, if that's a request, absolutely. We can. It, it's not something we do on a regular basis, but right. we, but our our wine tours because they're personalized, they are yeah. customized. So if we have a particular request, we try to do our best to be able to accommodate it, and we seek out partners to do that. Yeah, I would think, like for me, I would love to drop by someplace that's selling fresh fruit and vegetables here on the island, in between on my tour, included in my tour, Farmers too. markets. Yeah, yeah, they'd be a lot of fun. They would be. Yeah. Well, what uh, I love what? is that you can really enjoy the wine with a clear mind when somebody's looking after uh, booking the wineries that you go to, I think you probably go to all the wineries that have been on the show today. Yeah. You, do. you don't you don't have people snapping at you saying, well, where are we going next? What time is it? Are we late? Are we going to be there? You just get in the car and you're delivered. The, the chauffeurs do a pretty good job of making sure that the group stays on schedule. And yeah. uh, if not, we call ahead to the other wineries to say, hey, we're running a bit behind or a bit ahead. Uh, sometimes we'll add an extra stop if the group is actually moving through pretty quickly. Uh, other times we'll try to take them to other local places like a farm uh, or somewhere else that they can go to mm -hmm. sort of enhance their experience. And do they pay you for the whole thing or do they pay at the winery or how does all that work? It's it's a it's a one-shop stop. So basically we have a per-person rate. It's a sliding scale for the number of people that you have on your trip. Yeah. Uh, and we take care of all of the reservations, all of the billing, including lunch, yeah. including gratuities. And you take what you have room for wine that people buy and Absolutely. The winery? It's, yeah. a, it's a good day when our trunk is full with wine because it means our patrons have... Uh, have purchased their wine from the wineries. Yeah. Yes, and uh, do you keep the wine be... cold for them? Um, most of the time, they don't. They're uh, in British Columbia. It's not you're not 
supposed to be drinking inside a, a moving vehicle on the roadway. Yeah. Uh, so the wine that they buy, it's usually in, it's in put the into trunk. cases in, into trunks and they can enjoy it when they get home. Mm. Yes. Our guest is uh, Kiara Kahakawila. Did I get that right? Pretty oh, good. man, I'm trying to do that. <laughs> uh, we're talking about luxury wine tours. Uh, she's uh, one of the principals at LA Limousine and Transportation Services here on the island. Now, how can people find you? Is that online or call you? How does that work? Uh, it's online as well as call us. Um, yeah. So we have uh, our website, lalimo.ca. Uh, luxury wine tours is attached to that, and uh, our phone number and email is on there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, it's a great it, way to meet people, too. Kiara, it's, you know, people are on a trip that you can bond over wine really easily. Well, most of the time our trips are actually set up with, with groups there, so they already know each other. Yeah. Uh, but it is fun to interact Casey with Casey likes the staff. to date when she's going out oh, to wine. Oh, I see. Exactly. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we have to do a speed dating wine tour. All right. Yeah. We'll have to incorporate yeah, that. Especially, I, I especially meet, during COVID. I want to <laughs> well. meet a Hawaiian guy, too, by the way. <laughs> I can arrange a chauffeur for you. <laughs> Oh, man, this show can really deteriorate quickly, very quickly. Uh, okay, well, so we talked about all that. What? What? Uh, tell us about some of the things people can do then here on the island that they may not know about. Or what, what would be, a if we took a tour, what, where would you take us? If we just said, hey, take us around the island, what would you do? Uh, not outside of a wine tour? Yeah, well, no, in a wine tour. In like, a wine where, tour. where would we go? What, who, who would we see here? Well, so... Um, what would be a typical sort of tour? A typical tour. So we would come here to Unsworth, yeah. and uh, this is typically our lunch spot as well. So people want to eat on these tours as well, obviously. Uh, it, we want to make sure that they have a lunch, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Enrico is another place that we stop by, which is quite close. Sure. Uh, Blue Grouse. Um, and so we, on our Couch and Valley tours, we, we, we hit four wineries and yeah. then include the lunch. Sandwich is a little bit different. It's a little bit less time uh, with three stops. And so we'll, if there's extra time, we'll take you. There's a couple of markets. Um, there's a cheesery here as well. Yeah, so, great. And I mean, really, like the Cowichan Valley's got some beautiful vistas, so mm. can't go wrong. Uh, well, Kiara, it's great to catch up with you and to, to hear you. about. I, I didn't actually know you could you could hire someone to take you around the island. I like that idea a lot. So Why am I? I driving back and forth, Stu Ferguson? I've got to talk to him about that. i got to get my contract redone here. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of personal driving. <laughs> uh, people are mad at me now. Uh, Kiara, thanks so much for joining us today on the show. Thank you for having uh, us. For our listeners, we'll plug them into LA Limousines, uh, LALimo.com. Is that? Uh, No, no, LALimo.ca. Of course, we're in Canada. uh, To get the details on how to tour around on Vancouver Island. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We're on location today at the Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley, but we're not quite done. Our next guests are Jill Nessel. She's the Executive Director of Tourism Cowichan, and Mike Nircillo, the tractor driver and president of M&R Vineyards. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey, low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. 
Rediscover the South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort, Asoyas Hotel and Conference Centre. Just steps to everything. The beach, shopping, the marina and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark. New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavours inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio. Featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures. Reservations are highly recommended. Celebrate the South Okanagan. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com. Barb Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery in the Okanagan. When I look out over our vineyards, I think of the potential. The potential for improvement. How can I do things differently? How can I be more sustainable? How can I do things that improve viticulture practice? And bottom line, how can it improve the wine? Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. Please enjoy responsibly. Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. For a limited time, BC Food & Wine radio listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code, Gizmondi, when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Now back to BC Food & Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We're live today uh, from Unsworth Vineyards in the Cowichan Valley. It's our first grape escape of the year, and we're on Vancouver Island uh, as it opens up. And we're really excited to talk with our next guest. Jill Nessel is the Executive Director of Tourism Cowichan, and Mike Narichlo is a tractor driver. <laughs> That's about it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, president of uh, Emmendare Vineyards here on Vancouver Island. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. It's uh, good to be here. Great to have you both here. Uh, Jill, uh, it, it's an exciting time. <laughs> it's been an exciting time. Very exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to see the winery starting to open up, and, uh, and, and watching them do it very carefully here makes me feel good. It is. It's really important that people coming out feel comfortable, that they feel mm-hmm. like protocols are in place, and all of our vineyards and wineries are doing that. Yeah. Uh, Cowichan is a very special place. It's it's actually more special than I think people know. There's so much going on here, and, and you have many connections outside of the valley with the rest of the world as well. Uh, it, it must be a fun place to work now. It's an amazing place to work. We are the destination management organization for the region, yeah. and we get to work with incredible uh, marketing organizations within the province, with the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture, uh, who has international campaigns uh, that at the right time will be launched again. Destination Canada, Destination British Columbia, mm-hmm. and the Tourism Vancouver Island. So yeah. we're, we're part of an, an incredible network to bring people to Cowichan to see what we see every day. And you have a guy like Mike who's working his butt off making wines, attracting people here yes. now too, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Are you working hard, Mike, or just always, hardly working? Always. Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, I don't know. We have eight eight-week-old baby right now, so you tell me. Wow, <laughs> well, I saw that baby on the tractor. Uh, she. Well, she, yeah. yeah. We, got, we got two she's now, so oh, they're going to wow. keep, keep me in check. Holy smokes, yeah. that's exactly. a lot. Well, now i got two good winemakers coming up. Boys yes. think they're good at this. Girls are way better at it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can change that to men, too. Yeah, yeah, it whatever. Makes no yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Casey. What makes Cowichan such a rich wine-producing region? You know, I'm, I'm going to defer to Mike about the technicalities and, and those parts of what makes Cowichan uh, special uh, to, to be a producer. But from what, from what we promote, what makes Cowichan so special in the wine community is that it's people like Mike that you get to meet the tractor driver who also happens to be the owner and president and, and does everything within their, uh, their vineyard and their winery. You get to kind of meet your maker when you come to a Cowichan um, producer. And in some of the other areas, you don't always get to do that. And you'll see Mike and all the other producers at the grocery store. You'll see them out doing things that you do as well. And it makes the community very um, tight. And you get to know them as people, not just a business. Mm. And that's what we hear over and over again is what makes Cowichan one of the things that makes it so special to come here is that camaraderie and meeting the people that made the wine you're drinking. Our guest is Jill Nestle. She's the executive director of Tourism Couch and joined by Mike Narichlow, who owns as the president and winemaker over at Emmendare Vineyards. Uh, winery people make pretty fun tourists, too. Right? People who visit wineries, they have a lot of things going on. They do. Like, it's a nice profile, I think. Yeah, yeah. Though Those people are a wealth of knowledge. They go out, they bring information back, they share information. Uh, they're great ambassadors when they go out into other communities, other regions. Yeah. And uh, people get to learn, again, what makes Cowichan so special when those winemakers go out and, and advocate on, on behalf of the region. Yeah, Mike, you, you sort of invite people into your property. Uh, it's a really rich experience, uh, different than what you might get at other wineries. Do, do you get as much out of it as they do? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. I mean, the reason we, myself and my wife Robin, got into this in the first place is because we, we absolutely just love people. That's what it comes down to, and that's that's why we love the Cowichan. That ties into the richness of the Cowichan as well as the community around here literally kind of oozes hospitality. So whether you're in the culinary scene, the wine scene, you're a farmer growing veg, whatever it is, we all just love what we do because we get to contribute to the bringing together of the experience of people uh, joining each other around a table. Mm -hmm. And for us at our, our property, it's one of our favorite things to do to give people a, a full-on experience, not just a retail in and out, but we want you to come, let your hair down, enjoy some wine, um, enjoy some locally produced cheese and charcuterie, and we have a new guest house as well, so a place for you to put your feet up. But we really want people to kind of come and experience, not just the Cowichan, but come and experience Emmendare as well and, mm -hmm. and feel the peace that this, this valley offers. It's, it's a really neat spot. Well, the peace, I, can't, I like that. I can't wait to stay in that tractor shed guest house. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Your wife's Thank a designer. You. Yeah, she's spectacular, man. Yeah, there's a, there's a saying. They say, I always I always hear the saying behind every every great man is something is about a tractor. A woman. Yeah, that. No, but I, it's funny. I think I think it's only great women, and we just get to go along for the ride. <laughs> That's my story. Wow. I, I won't wow. argue with that. And Jill, <laughs> I'm very curious. Is there going to be a Cowichan Valley Wine Festival this year? There is. We're very excited. It's going to look a little bit different this year than as in past years uh, to be, uh, you know, to follow through with all the protocols in place. We can't have that great big launch party that everyone's used to and, yes. and loves. But what we're doing a little bit differently this year is that you still get your glass and your passport to go to the 12 wineries that are participating. And you can go at any time during the month of August. 
starting on the 1st all the way through the 31st, any day of the week, so that you can spread your experience out a little bit more over the month and not cram it into a day or two, mm -hmm. and uh, really take your time in, uh, in each of those wineries and explore uh, other things that are happening in Cowichan while you're here. Um, the only thing that I recommend is uh, know before you go. So some of our wineries require that you make a reservation before you head out. Um, others are taking people kind of as they show up. But call ahead, check out websites, um, check out what you might need to know before you actually get in your car and, and go. Yeah. yeah. And, but and, enjoy uh, it all month long. And get prepared because uh, what I'm hearing is species very busy already. People are at home and they, they want to do a staycation and they're booking now. And so hotels, everything is booking up pretty quickly over the summer. Yeah, I'm hearing some really positive things from all types of businesses in Cowichan. Uh, reservations for hotels and yeah. tastings and uh, coming into all the different uh, businesses here. Well, it's we, gonna be know, great we come over on the first ferry from BC Ferries, which is a good way to spend the day anyways. You're here fairly early. You know, you're, you're in the valley by at least 10, 30, 11, and so you can spend most of the day here and then catch the last ferry back too. So that's an easy thing to do for people as well. They don't have to plan too much about if they can't get a room or mm -hmm. they're worried about that, they can still do the day thing, the day trip too. There's lots to do to fill up a day if yeah. you can't stay overnight. And besides wine, you say there's lots to do. What are some of the things that can be done in the couch and that you, you would recommend people do? One of the most popular things here is mountain biking okay. and using our trail system. We have uh, an amazing group, Couch and Trail Stewardship Society, that uh, maintains our trails and makes sure they're safe for everybody and constructs those. Um, really are they in the forest or on the ocean or how, how uh, would both you? both yeah. there's uh, there's great uh, variety of trails different skill levels yeah. uh, there's great vistas when you come up to a, a cliff as part of a trail system you can stop and enjoy the scenery we have amazing unique shopping in Cowichan some really fascinating uh, little shops in downtown Duncan and Shimanus and Ladysmith that um, that you're not going to see in some of those bigger cities. Yeah. And of course the food. The food is the food is amazing. It's incredible. Uh, until Italians, I moved the here. The Italians I, love your food. Yeah. Until <laughs> I moved here, I didn't know what ripe produce tasted like. Exactly. Yeah. So that, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's special. It's also uh, probably one of the friendliest wine areas in, you know, on the coast. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll contribute to that, and that like literally ties into the terroir of Couch. And if we're going to talk wine for just a second, people always ask me, "What's the what's the terroir of Couch?" And and forget soil types and aspects and all that boring stuff. You get off the ferry here, and you go, "Huh." And I think we can just we yes. can make world world class wine that just lacks pretense and snobbery. Just come as you are, have a good have a good meal. Yeah, enjoy you the make company. West Coast look busy over here. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> It's so it's so tranquil and, and yeah. bucolic, as I like Absolutely. to say. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, bucolic. I need to use uh, that word. Listen, I loved. I just had a quick taste of your 2017 Pinot Noir. Of course, the island's becoming famous for Pinot Noir. You're nailing it there. Thank you, you. you are working organically over on your property. A lot of people are doing that here. Yeah. So there's just so much to see here in, in Cowichan and. Uh, uh, and it's finally opening up for people. So uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's a thanks pleasure. for having uh, us. Great to have you. A little sip of Pinot, and uh, uh, I'm sure the people will return. Oh yeah, they uh, in already big are. numbers. They, they already are. are. They, they are. already are. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jill Nestle. She's the executive director of Tourism Couch, and Mike Nerichlo is the tractor driver and uh, president. Makes a bit of wine too at Emmendale Vineyards, just up 
the road. Thank you uh, for joining us today. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. We had a great time here at Unsworth uh, Vineyards, and uh, we can't wait to come back to Vancouver Island on our next grape estate. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you all soon. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.